Welcome to the Kenmore Church Podcast. We are all about filling hearts and fueling mission. We hope this content builds your heart and mind and equips you to reveal Jesus in this season of your life. Morning everyone, I'm Julie and Paul and I, my husband, have been involved in Kenmore Church for, since about November last year and I've just taken over the small group so I'll be um, sharing the word with you today. So, Aren't we living in interesting times and at the moment very challenging as well? So good to have things in our lives that bring us joy. We have five grandchildren aged three to nine and they are a constant source of laughter and light to me, and I love them very dearly. The youngest two came over recently to our place, and as they always do, they raced into the house with a quick, hi, Nana, and they ran past the hall to the living, past the living room and around the corner and up to their special cupboard. And this is a funny story, but anyway, I'll tell you what we do. Um, the fairy brings lollies to them each time they come over. So they run past, run to the cupboard and open it up and hopefully the fairy has been true to her word and left a lolly. Anyway, the five-year-old came back after a while and said, Nana, your lounge chair has shrunk. He'd noticed that the lounge had been moved around and the chairs had been taken away. As my husband Paul knows, I love changing the furniture in the house. Most women do, I think. And his little eyes had spotted that it was very different. And yes, indeed, the lounge room had shrunk in his words. Over the last five weeks, Pat has been leading us on a journey through the book of Ephesians and looking at the words of Paul to the new church in Ephesus through the gospel lens. Just as our small grandchild noticed the change in the lounge and it caught his attention, so Paul is calling the church, which is us, to look and see how the good news of Jesus changes the way we view, interact and respond to what we see. The encouragement of Paul's words to the church at the time in history is still really relevant to us today, as we choose to live a life that is often counter to what the world is telling us. So what does this mean to you personally? What have you noticed through the scriptures over the last few weeks that we've been reading together? that has actually challenged you, or maybe there's something in your life that you need to change. This morning, I would like to look at the last book in the chapter, uh, the last chapter in Ephesians, chapter six, where there's a really slight little change in the tone compared to the other chapters. And Paul puts out a call to believers to make sure that their spiritual lens is in focus and to see that there's a battle going on in the spiritual world and that we are called to be ready to face this battle full on and to be fitted out with the right equipment. We're called to act, to shake off the apathy and unbelief and open up our eyes to see the battle that is going on around us and that there is a spiritual enemy that we often can't see. We're called to see the unseen. When we make a decision to follow Jesus, not only do we have clearer vision to see the natural world in a different way, but we also have eyes to see what is happening in the unseen world. The lens is changed. And as it says in Acts 26, 18, we turn from darkness to light. We see clearly both the seen and the unseen. The light of the gospel 
story, the good news of Jesus shines into the dark and reveals what we have not seen before. Over five years, not that long ago, we had the opportunity of planning our church, which was a great experience on the south side of Brisbane. We started with 10 people and we built it to about 40 or 50 people. But the best thing about planning the church, we had the opportunity to see many come to know Christ over that time. There's one particular story that stands out to me and it's a story of a young man who we had the opportunity to walk alongside as he went on his journey towards God. Now, this guy was actually into all sorts of things. He was buying and selling drugs. He was actually um, stealing for money to actually buy the drugs. And also he was on the run from police. And he was just generally messed up from living through a very, very tough childhood. He had a major encounter with Jesus. And from that time on, he saw the world through the good news of what Jesus had done for him. And he also saw clearly that he was up against a battle, a spiritual battle, and he had to change his lens so he could see what was going on and make decisions based on the gospel. He's now married to a Christian girl and at every opportunity he shares his story with others. What a major transformation in this young man's life. I'm sure you have your own story of how God has changed you and how you view life and that there are things in the world you accepted before your lens were changed that you now see differently and therefore respond differently to. For each of us, like that young man, as Christians, that is Christ followers, we are called to see things differently. Once we know God, we are called to know the ways of God, to be aware of not only what we see in the natural, but also what is happening in the unseen. If you believe in God, you believe in the enemy of God, Satan, and his evil companions, as I like to call them. And he is active and alive in our world. I think we only have to look at the news each day to see what is happening in our world and to see the brokenness of our world and to see how much the world is crying out for redemption. As Christians, we can understand that we're living in a fallen world and that's easy to do. We can say, yeah, we're living in a fallen world where good and um, evil coexist, but there's more to it. How do we live in this world victoriously and with purpose? How do we become aware of that we actually are in a spiritual battle? The answer is found in Ephesians 6, 10 to 12. Finally, be strong, be strengthened in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take a stand against the devil's schemes. Wow. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. What a fantastic scripture. So the first step for us as believers, if we go back to that scripture, is the, that we need to see what's actually ha happening in the world. We need to change our lenses. 
We need to see clearly what is happening around us. Paul is saying, I think, hey, listen to what I'm saying. Look around you. Open your eyes. See what's happening in the spiritual world that is not seen with just your physical eyes, but is very, very real. Paul reminds us that that the battle is real, that we do need to open up our eyes to wake up and to change the lens and to see who you are in Christ. Secondly, he puts out a call to us to act. It's okay just to know, but acting is the next thing. We need to be continually strengthened in the Lord and his mighty power. This strength comes from being prepared for the battle and being ready to take a stand against the devil's schemes. We need to move from apathy and acceptance to awareness and action. And lastly, we need to understand that we already have the victory. Yay! That situation you are facing that seems impossible, the one you've been given up on and you've just lost hope, the illness you've had so long and there does not seem to be an answer from God yet about the the healing you will receive, the work maybe that you've been seeking and it appears that the door continually gets shut on you and will not open. Whatever your situation you may be facing where it appears that you're fighting against a spiritual enemy, remember that Jesus died for you and he rose again for you and you have victory over all your circumstances. And, to, and I just encourage you to get up again and take up the stand, a stand again as a child of the Most High God. Back in Roman times, when the soldiers went to battle, they wore armour. And just as a soldier had physical armour, so too we have spiritual armour. And did you know that this spiritual armour is available to you, to everyone? Ephesians 6 verses 12 to 17 says therefore put on the full armor of God to that when the day of evil comes you may be able to stand your ground and after you've done everything to stand stand firm then with these things with the belt of truth buckled around your waist the breastplate of righteousness in place with your feet firmly fitted with readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That word, therefore, is something that sometimes when we read in the Bible, we just need to stop and think, therefore, therefore what? If we understand that we are fighting a battle and who we are fighting against and fighting with Jesus, we can then be active in how we respond. It's not just enough to know that there's an unseen enemy. We have to be prepared and act to protect ourselves. So therefore, put on the full armour of God, knowing that Jesus is with you. Paul in these verses calls us to action. 
to put on the belt of truth and, and the breastplate of righteousness, to fit your feet with readiness, to take up the shield of faith and the helmet of salvation and the word of the Spirit. For me personally, I sometimes don't feel like taking a stand. I can often feel worn out or forget what I'm really fighting for. Is that you this morning? Do you feel battle-worn? Do you feel unmotivated and apathetic? I know exactly how that feels. This year has been tough for all of us. 2020, a year that we won't forget for a long time in all sorts of different ways. Some people have lost their jobs. Some are not able to see loved ones when we want to. There's been restrictions. There's been shutdowns. And in this time, some have felt depressed and isolated. And that is really very real. But I want to encourage you this morning to rise up again, to make a move to put on the new lens God is offering you today, to see once again the spiritual battle you are in and have courage again to rise and be fully fitted out with the armour of God. I was just having a think about this armour and it sounds to me like we're not ever supposed to take it off, but we do. We often just step out of it, hang it up in the cupboard, or just forget that we've even have um, the ability to put it on. And that's a challenge for us all today, to go back into the cupboard, maybe into the deep dark <laughs> back of the cupboard, and pull it out. And Paul is saying here, when the day of evil comes, you will be protected. So having it on, we are protected all the time. He is saying be prepared at all times. And I know for me that is a challenge in itself. To always think about putting on this armour is something that I struggle with. But I know I need to keep the belt of truth on and keep it pulled tight around my waist. For you... Do you find that it's a hard, tough time to do that too at the moment, to actually pull in that belt of truth? But if you do, you can be one that can understand what the truth is in the light of the lens of the gospel and what the lies of Satan are. We can discern and we can get godly wisdom at this time in, in the struggles that you have. The plate of righteousness can be around your heart to protect you from the hurts and disappointments in life. And don't these come often? And they come from different directions and sometimes when we least expect them. We need to have our shoes on too, to be ready to go and share the good news with others at all times, to be prepared and willing, to be active in our faith, to pull up the shield of faith, when times are hard and circumstances seem impossible through the worldly lens. To step out into areas that might seem a bit scary or unknown. To put on the helmet of salvation, to protect our mind and our thoughts from the enemy. This is such a huge one. But the spirit of salvation 
and the truth of salvation gives us victory over our minds and protects our thoughts from what we see and hear around us. And as you know, there's a lot of information around. To take up the sword of the Spirit, this is the Word of God. Read the Bible, meditate on it, listen to what the Holy Spirit is saying to you through the Word. It's powerful and it's active. And most importantly, remember that you're not in this battle alone. You are part of the army of God. The community of the church is the place to feel protection and part of a bigger picture which is the building of the kingdom of God. There's no need to do life alone. Be active in preparing yourself with the armour of God, but also be active in playing a small, part, a small part, or maybe a larger part, in being involved in the church. Maybe join a small group or serve on a team on Sunday or reach out to the community and be involved in different community activities and share God's story with those that don't know him yet. There's many ways to be active in our faith. Lastly, Paul finishes in Ephesians 6:18 with, and pray in the spirit on all occasions and with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all of the Lord's people. I can't stress more the importance of prayer. Pray, pray, pray. Everything we need to do needs to be undergirded with prayer. Pray in the spirit at all times and in all circumstances. Pray with each other. Pray for our church. Pray for our nation. Pray for the leaders of our nation. Pray in private. Pray in community. Pray for yourself and your family and your relationship with God and others. Pray for opportunities to share the good news with others who don't yet know Jesus. This is often one area that we can so easily drop off in our lives that can become something that was that we used to do, but maybe we're not doing as much now. Time-hungry, other so-called important things come and steal our time with God. I encourage you this morning to rise up again and find time to pray. Share what God is doing with others. There's so much happening. Praise him in all things. Prayer is powerful, and as Paul writes, it will keep your mind alert to what is happening around you and keep you on the front foot in the battle. It is a foundation for victory over the unseen enemies. Speak the name of Jesus and the enemies of God will flee. I'd like to finish with what Jesus says to his disciples in, verse, in Matthew 28, verse, 10, uh, verse 18 which is called the Great Commission. He says to his disciples, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, 
and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of time. You have been given authority by Jesus. Put on your armour and go. Be active in sharing the good news of Jesus with those that don't yet know him. And share your story, how Jesus has changed your life and the victory you have in knowing and walking with him. And let's see the kingdom of God advancing together. Let's just pray. God, we just thank you for this time together. We thank you that we do have victory, that we can come to you and we can see life differently through your lens, the good news of Jesus. And we thank you today, God, that we can be ones that rise up again, that put on the armour of God, that we can see what is happening around us spiritually. And I speak to those that are feeling lethargic today. I pray, God, that you'll give them an infusion of your love, of your peace, of your joy today. And we thank you, Lord, that we are victorious in you and we have the opportunity of sharing life with you and with others around us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Well, today, guys, there's three links that I'm going to give you, <laughs> which will come up on the screen. One of them is if you would really love some prayer, you can actually go to the link on the screen this morning and be involved in some prayer with our prayer team. If you'd like to find out more about following Jesus, there's also a link for you. You can fill out our Connect card, which the link is on the screen again. And lastly, if you would like to apply more of what I've spoken about this morning in your life, we have an ap application segment on our website, which has the different content in it that you can actually use. And I encourage you to get involved in that. And that is also a link on your screen as well. Have a great week and we'll see you next week.